Hello everyone and welcome to Life. I'm Sarah. And I'm Josh. And today, well this week, it's Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year. Happy New Year to all our Chinese friends. And uh, we're happy it's New Year because the streets are very quiet in Chengdu. It's been quite an experience, I must say. It's definitely more New Year-like than actual New Year was, so it's been really cool. Everything's been really quiet, like all the shops are closed, but it brought us on the topic of moving to China, what it's been like. We've been here for about 10 months now. Almost, yeah, yeah, about 10 months, I'd say. And yeah, it's been quite an experience. Many people are like, oh, I guess, I bet you can't wait to get home, but we're actually loving it, and some days we consider staying. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those weird things that because it's so different, then I think your first couple of months here are, I don't want to say terrible, but your first couple of months here, it's such, a cult- it's a, such a culture shock that it's very difficult to get used to everything. But then as soon as you're in your rhythm and your groove and you get used to the lifestyle, you get used to the food, the people, everything, then suddenly China, I don't say it grows on you, but it grows on you. Yeah, but I, it's the same, I think, anyway. Like, when people think of us moving to China, they were like, oh, my gosh. I'm sure some people were like, oh, I'll give them six months and they'll be back. But it was crazy. Like, I think it's the same as moving anywhere. If you were to move anywhere in the world, the first few months are an inju- ad- adjustment. You have to get a house, get used to your job, like, find the best route to work, and find your favorite snacks. And basically, once you have your favorite snacks, anywhere feels like home. All the best restaurants. <laughs> So yeah, it took us a while in the beginning. It takes everyone a while. Maybe it wasn't that bad though. I think it took us maybe two months. Once we had our house sorted, finished doing like visa things, all those things, then it was just kind of like normal life. I think it helped that uh, I work from home. So I could like, while you were at work stuff, I could go and find, hey, this place makes good dumplings. This place makes good Western food. This place makes good, etc., etc. And like, even then I could like run to Ikea if I like, cause you, always, you never realize what you don't have in the house until you absolutely need it. So it's like, we forgot to buy scrubbing brushes, washing dishes the first, the first time we went shopping. So like you don't need, it's nice that I could then go during the day and get that instead of it being an inconvenience to both of us at the same time. But at the same time, like it's, it's almost not about that. It's about like living in China it's great that just going to find scrubbing brushes can be an event, an adventure. <laughs> and like for me, that's what almost makes me sad about the idea of going home. Is like here, especially the first few months, you just bought stuff and we were like, well, we'll try figure out what it is when we get home or after we eat it. And nowadays, like we've gotten so used to it, and you almost get into your routines too much here that every now and then I'm like, let's just buy something, not try figure out what it is, and just like. YOLO. <laughs> this is YOLO with this purchase. So I think it's I think it's really great. If anyone is considering moving to a country that you don't speak the language and that part is terrifying you, just do it. Like we had no clue the language. We still I know a little bit of it, but I mean you pick up what you need to get by. Mm. And we still hundred percent get by fine with knowing a few words. We've had almost no negative experiences not being able to speak the language. Our biggest issue and the biggest time we've had drama was getting food delivered here because the guys couldn't find the apartment block. And I mean, then it's so easy because Chinese people are actually so friendly to foreigners that if I just look at the security guard guy and I like point to my phone and I point to food, he knows I'm trying to order food. 
and uh, he'll just take the phone like if I give phone the guy the delivery guy and give the phone to him he'll talk to the delivery guy in Chinese and tell him exactly where we are and that's worked 100% of the time yeah obviously now like we've got it sorted and our food doesn't get lost anymore <laughs> but in the beginning it did happen believe it or not but I think yeah knowing the language can obviously benefit you like it could make things a lot easier but things really aren't difficult not knowing the language like you almost become self-sufficient with most of the things and people here even though they can see 100% you don't know what you do you not speak the same language as you they still just like are so eager to help you and they're just so friendly here that's the one thing I definitely think I'll miss is like how friendly people are it's crazy <laughs> especially because it's not even in the same language I think you I think you quickly become uh, fluent in a new language called full-on body language <laughs> because it's crazy how you, how much you can transfer to someone else by just kind of acting out what you need yeah not, when you but, need to you can <laughs> but also not looking like an idiot there's so many times where I've just kind of moved my body a little bit people understand or point to something people always understand and yeah, everyone here is really willing to help you, especially when they see you have no way to converse with them and they have no way to converse with you. It's been really great. I don't think we've, yeah, we've had no bad experience. I've only had hilarious and fun times. Yeah, so one thing is like with the company we came over with, we get like a welfare officer when we arrive. So she sort out like negotiations for apartments, like our visas, water and electricity, like all those kind of things, and then translates it with us. So that obviously makes things 100% easier than if you were to come here by yourself. Yeah, you can't body language your way through that. <laughs> yeah, that obviously makes a big difference. But I mean, language-wise, we've never really had any crazy issues where we were like, oh, we wish we speak Chinese. Or, but we, you use Google Translate every now and then, especially when you're trying to figure out what food things are. <laughs> but yeah, language hasn't really been an issue. We settled in quite quickly. What's your favorite things about China? Favorite things is definitely the people I've met. I've met some cool people, especially the ex expats here. I know it's weird to come to China to meet expats, but I've met so many cool people from Belgium and Russia, and I met a guy from Cuba. Because uh, I, I walk around to get lunch, so it's I end up bumping into a lot of cool people. Um, other than that, probably the food, I guess. It's been, because it's so different. There's like nothing, even when you eat Chinese food back in South Africa or like how the Americans eat it, it's, it's nothing like Chinese it's food Chinese actually food. is. <laughs> it's some Asian guy who owns a restaurant's food. It's not Chinese food. It's very different. And I like, because it's in our area, also just a caveat for everything we're about to say about China. It's all condensed to our experience in Chengdu. We don't, it's our experience. Yeah, it's just our experience. Um, and Chengdu is well known for, for quite spicy food. They have the Sichuan pepper, which grows here, which they put in literally everything. Which is amazing. <laughs> so it's a weird type of hot, but it's very nice. It's like Sarah says the best, like it's refreshing. Yeah, yeah so my favorite things in China is obviously the people. Like this is weird, but because of the job I do, like teaching English, there's a lot of expats. So you've learned a lot about different people from different countries. But also just like the general people we see on a day-to-day -day basis who know we know hello, but other than that, they can't really have a conversation with us. But still, every time they see us, they'll smile, wave, and like, it's, yeah, it's nice. And what else? I like the fact of knowing like, we could basically turn the corner the wrong way and the day could be an adventure. And that's really cool for me. I'm not one for routine. So knowing that we could just 
oh, let's today go exploring. And we can just go. Like, yes, you can do that everywhere, but it's different here. <laughs> I, like, I like the lifestyle change. The lifestyle is very different. Like, back home, we'd have to wake up half past five in the morning, make breakfast, do whatever we need to do, be in the car by half past six to avoid traffic, go to work, drop one of us at work, other one takes the car. It's very monotonous and... And it's like, and then you work till five, and then you come home, and then you cook dinner. Like it, it's, it's so, such a different lifestyle in comparison to here, where a lot of the, the nightlife and stuff happens a lot later at night. It, the whole but time. not even nightlife. Like just in general, people are out. Like I get home from work at nine o'clock at night, and if I was to do that back home, it would be unsafe, and you wouldn't really see anyone. Whereas here, people are out walking their dogs. People are going for jogs. They walk their kids at that time. Yeah, people are taking the kids out to go and play. Like it's just normal. People have dinner so late. It's not like a oh my gosh, it's past your bedtime. Off you go. Like people are out and like experiencing the world, it and I like that. Like, instead of the day starting at 6 a.m. it starts at 10 a.m. instead of the evening starting at 6 p.m. it starts at 9 p.m. but even so like you still see people out and about in the mornings I think I almost get a feeling here that like people just try and make the most of life more like mm. they don't people here do a lot of things especially the kids they have many different activities and classes and things like that but they are still like trying to enjoy life and like go outside and walk their dog and and it really yeah it's a nice change. It is a nice change. It's good to see. I love seeing the intent with parents, where you see they're intentionally spending time with the kids. Instead of being at home and playing with them in front of the TV or something, they like take them outside, they walk with them to the park, they're kicking a ball around, or we live next to a primary school, and uh, they're like playing basketball with their kids or running around the track with them. And I think it's super cute. I don't know. I, I really enjoy it. I think it's like, it's, it's so wholesome. Yeah, no, it is. I don't know. I personally think there's so many good things about China. Like, I think people expect us to be like, oh, well, we hate this and we don't like this. And like, there's not many things other than people consistently staring at me on the bus. (laughs) There's not much that like I don't like. Yes, it's difficult because you're far away from home. But like people here and like the shops here and, you know, your little routines, like they start to feel like home. And with the idea of like us going home in five months, it's like it does like it's it's kind of sad. Like, oh, well, we'll never see this street ever again because it's not like Chengdu is not just outside our neighborhood where you can come and visit like chances of us coming back here to this exact spot pretty much n- zero <laughs> yeah, yeah. but i've uh, I, I think when we got here it was so different and it is so i wouldn't say difficult but because we don't know what to expect let's run through a couple things we experienced here when we got here what's like your your must do's and your be wary offs almost for for coming to china must do's so you must obviously try the food like this is one thing is like now we cook our own food so it's pretty much home food and but we spent the first few months just eating chinese food basically and also just accept that you won't like everything yeah there's obviously but it's the same with western food there's Mm -hmm. certain things you won't like and there's certain things you'll absolutely love like pork dumplings and you'll try and figure out a way (laughs) how we're gonna make those at home because they are amazing Um, so yeah, I think definitely go out and try some food. Try be a little spontaneous about it and just point at the menu and see what you get. Because mm. we did a few of those where we got like things 
sometimes we were presently surprised sometimes we were like oh well maybe next time <laughs> I, think, I think the best thing to do is to make a chinese friend if you don't have like what we had like a what do you call the lady who helped us? Welfare officer. A welfare officer. Then making a Chinese friend or like someone from work who can help you look at a menu and yeah. say, hey, this is this, this is this, this is good, this is bad. That helps a lot. And one of the things I say don't do, and this is obviously really difficult if you're coming from anywhere really, is don't make comparisons. Like the biggest thing I've learned coming out of South Africa and being here and China being the first country I've been in other than South Africa, is like every place has their pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Every place has something great about them and something that sucks. And if you just focus on, oh, but back home we do it like this and they don't do it like this here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they do other things better. And South Africa does other things worse. And it's like, you mustn't get focused on what you did have because I don't know. I think people, when they arrive, get very focused on like, but back home I have donuts and I don't have such great donuts here. Yes, but you have all these other things that are equally as great if you just take the time. Crazy Chinese pastries. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I think people get almost sucked up into how different China is, but that's almost the beauty of it. It's like, it is. it's so cool how different it is, but yet we've been living here perfectly okay for 10 months. It's different but the same. It's like, I was explaining it to my mom that China is like the perfect paradox. Like it's, the buildings are old school, yet you pay, you don't need a wallet because everything's digital and on your phone. Like it's such a weird paradigm that some things are super old school and traditional, but some things are so in the future. Um, I think personally, for one of the do's that you definitely must do, it took Sarah a long time to do this, but get on a bike, rent a bike, have an adventure. Um, I, I cycle everywhere here. You don't need to drive. Everything you need is within five kilometers, always. There's so little that is like the airport, so anything. But it's a public transport is so like easily accessible. Exactly. You can just like take a bus, take a train. That's genuinely what we do is take a bus or take a train. Yeah. Or like a DD, which, yeah. which is like the Chinese version of Uber. That's if you're like it's late at night and maybe it's just, it's cold and you don't want to sit in for an hour in the bus. Um, but yeah, you can get around everywhere here super cheaply. It is insane how cheap it is to get around. The bus is like too quiet, which is literally nothing. And uh, the bus, the metro, everything is super affordable. And that for me is the best thing, cycling around here because there's bikes everywhere. They're scattered around like, you see more bikes than you see birds. <laughs> um, for the don'ts, huh? uh, don't forget things like probiotics at home because the, the food you eat is so different uh, and so spicy that it can, it can upset your stomach a bit, I guess. Uh, what does other don't say? But not even necessarily. Yeah, like, we, we didn't get any of that. No, like, and even now, like, we had hot pot the other night for the first time, and that's quite spicy, and we were like, that was fine. <laughs> I've got a good don't. Don't be surprised by how loud people in Chengdu specifically talk. They talk extremely loud, extremely close to each other, and it's just part of the culture. There's nothing, they're not screaming at each other or starting a fight. They just speak, like, five decibels too loud like it's just yeah. it's just how it is you just have to get used to it <laughs> how did you experience culture shock did you experience culture shock um a little bit uh it's just like it's day-to-day -day things that for me are strange like the talking very loud thing is weird because uh, even though my family at home is very loud we you and i aren't loud people in general um that the spitting on the side of the road freaked me out 
but you get used to it quickly even though it's never like something that you enjoy um but the culture shock just around like i guess transport transport is a big thing because we're so used to driving everywhere in south africa that now you just walk to go get groceries um that and then also seeing for me the, this was the craziest thing seeing fruits that you've never seen before like you can just go to the store and buy something that you literally have never seen before he still hasn't tried dragon fruit though i refuse i don't like the taste of it looks it looks shady how would you know it looks it just looks suspicious it looks like it's gonna bite um but also just like the have the cucumber looks different the zucchini looks different like everything just has this weird alternate look to it that is kind of beautiful um so i really enjoy that that style of culture shock and you i think culture shock mainly came with like not having family around mm. like having a whole weekend off and not being like oh well, let's go and get a coffee with friends or let's go and see our parents like that for me was a difficult culture shock culture shock especially because we were here over christmas so like it wasn't that bad on christmas day but i think if we were to have seen what we missed back home that would have made it worse mm. like having having all the family together having someone ask like how was your day how do you like your work and they actually genuinely like mean it and aren't asking for like some different reason um but i don't think i think the food obviously once you get used to the food and once you find like um substitutes for your western food you like like once we found pizza here that's good and once we found burgers here that was good we're like okay we're sorted yeah so i think the food and missing family but nothing was ever like oh my gosh there's no ways i can stay here like it was like oh well this is really cool and i think i honestly think this is like the best decision we could have made and i think going home we might not realize how different we are but i think we've definitely grown through this experience and definitely the travel bug has bit us a whole lot <laughs> right on the butt i think uh also i think it's it's very like it's very good for character development just for us personally like it, it you can't help but come out of here a better person just because it gives you a lot of perspective whether you're just getting perspective from a, a chinese side or whether it's meeting expats as well like you with you working with a whole bunch of people from all around the world and chinese kids but it's, i also think it's like so cool to be like one day telling our kids or something oh yeah we spent a year and a half in china like it's really a cool thing and i think the world is becoming so much smaller with the technology and everything like that that this is something that hopefully more people will do and coming to china shouldn't be such a like crazy thing like we know so many people that we said we're going to china for a year and a half they're like china what what about safety what about this and like china has been the most safe loving kind yeah, place therefore more safe <laughs> in my life than being in china also it helps also one of the strange culture shock things things is i'm like six foot one i'm not really big but in china i'm i don't want to say i'm a giant i'm not that big here but in comparison to 90 percent of the people i meet i'm much bigger than them which is, uh, it's always interesting to me. And you see how they notice you all the time. That's the thing, being like, like they notice you on the bus. And then when I'm walking in the mall, they notice me because I literally stick out. And uh, that for me has been very, very interesting. Part of the, you were saying it's culture shock. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I definitely hope that in the future, people will be less judgmental of different countries. Like mm. when I hear people saying like, oh, don't go here, it's because this, this, this. I'm starting to take things more of a pinch of salt. Like people say that's that's us about China and China's been an experience and a half and 
I'm almost sad it's almost over, but at the same time, like, I'm ready to squish my mom again. <laughs> if in your mind, before we came to China, what did you imagine China looked like? And then when coming here, what did you see was the difference? I think we were lucky enough to have done quite a bit of research. So I wasn't that surprised by what I saw. I was more surprised the few months in of how little we needed the language. Mm -hmm. I thought we would suffer a lot or very quickly pick up the language because we needed it. But it's like a normal grocery store and normal stores. And most things, like if we want anything takeaway, we order it online. You don't really need to speak the language. Mm -hmm. So that surprised me and was like different to what I expected. But other than that, like, I don't know. I almost thought that China would be more like kitsch. Like China is very modern. And when you look at like pictures, if you search like China and things like that, everything's very flowery and like weird patterns and things like that. But like in the general area, buildings are modern. Like the trains are so modern. Like mm. we've seen more fancy cars here in our lives than ever before. In our whole lives. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be more Asian. I don't know if that makes sense, but more stereotypically Asian with like Chinese buildings that look like it and hearing Chinese music in the background whenever well, you Well, you walk. do hear the Chinese music. <laughs> but uh, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised to see how, how much of the Western culture they've embraced, especially if you're American. Goodness gracious, they love America here in China. We went to America for a little bit. Americans, they're like okay with Chinese people, but or with China, the country, but they're not huge fans. Exactly the opposite in China. China is a huge fan of America. They love the NBA, they love NFL, they love Friends. They yeah, love the amount of like American stores we shop through here because they've been moved to China and China's taken them on is crazy. Yeah, it's and also like the people know so much about America. Even though there's the great firewall here and we have to use a VPN to get to Facebook or to get to Google or anything, that's something you should also know if you want to come to China. Get a VPN. That's helpful. <laughs> but uh, it's it's been it's been so interesting to see that they're just so connected with the whole world, besides all the thing all the challenges that there are to get connected. Yeah, we've Definitely had an experience, definitely loved it, all positive experiences. And I definitely think some tears will be shed when we pack up, close the apartment. And I definitely think I'm going to cry a little bit. Like there's certain people you'll miss, certain restaurants you'll never be able to go to again. And just mm -hmm. the whole thing of, oh, we're young and living in China. It's like a chapter closing in your, in your life. And yeah, I think it'll be a bit sad. But yeah, we obviously have many more things we can say about China. This could not be just one episode so if you want to hear another one let us know raise up your hands but <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all from us thank you very much and we'll chat to you guys next time peace